Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Hey there, how's it going? I'm Corey. This is the How to Adult Show, and today I am taking on Dave Ramsey head to head on the topic of how much money should you have in your emergency savings account. Okay. Clearly, I'm joking. I'm not actually speaking with Dave today. I am still like beyond super small fry in this whole online education sphere and Dave would have no interest in talking to me. But if you hit that like button and the big old subscribe button down there, then maybe one day I'll get there. You never know. At the very least, I will appreciate you and your support forever if you do that because you'll be getting in on the good old ground level and I'll love you for it. So today's lesson to help you adult like a pro and manage your finances like a boss is all about emergency savings funds. More specifically, how much money you should have saved in your emergency fund. Having a fully funded emergency savings fund and not just a few dollars in one cause you know, you kinda sorta started one but then you rated it for a vacation and forgot to keep working on it. Having a fully funded emergency fund is the first step that you should be taking if you wanna start to get in control of managing your finances. Having a fully funded emergency account will give you so much peace of mind. It's the best feeling, I can't even tell you. You will sleep better, your stress about money will start to disappear, and you'll suddenly find that you're able to make better and more logical financial decisions without all this fear of what if I don't have enough floating around in the back of your mind and scaring the bejesus out of you anytime you even start to think about managing your money. It's actually fascinating the mental shift that takes place when you have this, this cushion and the safety net of money. You get to relax, you start to think more clearly and positively, your I can's and, or, or I mean I can'ts and I have to's about money will start to switch to I can's and I can choose to's and this is honestly one of the most valuable things that you can ever do for yourself. The big question though is how much money do you actually need to have in your individual emergency savings fund so that you can sit back relax and know that you've got it fully funded with the actual amount of money that you need to have in there for your own situation. And this is a heavily debated topic in the personal finance world. You will find answers ranging from the classic $1,000 in emergency fund to the more up-to-date three to six months worth of living expenses fund to the more extreme millennial who's already been burned multiple times in their working life answer of one year's worth of living expenses. And the truth is there's no right or wrong answer. 
Annoying, I know. This is something that you have to decide for yourself. And today I'm gonna walk you through some of the factors that you need to consider, as well as how to then calculate how much money you need to have in your individual emergency savings fund. The first thing you need to consider is what are the possible things that could go wrong in your life that could derail your income that you would need time and space and a safety net to recover from? And also how much time would you theoretically need to bounce back from any of this? A common example of something to plan ahead for would be losing your job to go for something super obvious for this. This is something that can happen to anyone and everybody should plan ahead to this potentially happening to them at some point in time in their lives. If you're young and working a fun and free job like serving in a restaurant or working as a barista, then chances are you're in a good spot. If you lose your job, you'll be able to find a new job that pays you a similar amount in a relatively short period of time. If this is the case, then maybe you feel safe putting aside three months of living expenses in your emergency fund because realistically, you're pretty sure that you can find a comparable job with a comparable salary within a few weeks to a few months tops. On the other hand, maybe you're working in a highly sought after industry right now, like the tech industry. You have a higher paying job, but you know that there are lots of other high paying jobs available in the industry currently who are looking for candidates, can, can, candidates that candidates just like you right now. So again, you're confident that you can find another comparable job within a few months and you don't need to have a massive emergency fund to see you through till then. As you progress in life, maybe you found that you're now a little bit older and your career has progressed to see you working in a really niche industry with a really specific skill set. If you lose your job, there are other jobs out there, but they may not pay as well without having worked up in the company like you've been doing, or they may not be the best use of your particular skill set that you've cultivated. So you need to search and hunt and wait for a few months longer just for the right job to come along again. In this case, maybe you judge that six months of living expenses in your emergency account will see you through that eventuality. Even if you have a three month fund from your younger years, you now need to add to it so that you can buy yourself more time if you need to. On the other hand entirely, maybe you're like me, and you feel more comfortable tucking aside a larger amount in your fund, like one year's worth of living expenses. Maybe you were burned during the pandemic and lost your job in a previously stable industry that dried up overnight because it was deemed non-essential. So now you know that you need to be able to have a larger emergency fund to sleep well at night. Maybe like me, you're a young entrepreneur and you don't necessarily have the safety net in place of a traditional job. So you want to build your own with a larger emergency fund. There are all kinds of lifestyles and jobs and living situations that affect how much you ideally want to have tucked away for a rainy day. If you have the option of moving home for a while, if things don't go according to plan, then you'll need less. If you're worried about the potential of injury in your job maybe, then you'll potentially need more. The goal is that you should start thinking about you and your individual situation and decide what feels best for you. Keeping in mind that you can always add to it later when you get older, if your career changes, and actually you should periodically be planning to review your emergency fund over the years and adjust for things like inflation, increasing costs of living, lifestyle creep when you earn a higher salary, 
things like that. If you've been around here before, you know that it's my personal mission to make sure that everyone has an emergency savings account that will protect you when life doesn't go as planned. And where should you keep your emergency fund? In what's called a HESA, a high interest savings account. Now to save you time, I've already gone ahead and done the research and I'm keeping it up to date to find you the best high interest savings accounts today. To open your own, just go to www.howtoadultschool.com slash resources and click the button to open an account where you can not only safely keep your emergency fund, but also get paid the best interest rates on the market so your account earns you even more money while you're sleeping. Again, that link is at www.howtoadultschool.com slash resources. So once you've decided how much time you want to buy for yourself with your fund, whether that's three months, six months, a year, now you need to know what your monthly living expenses are. When we talk about saving for an emergency fund, you want to be considering your basic living expenses, not all of your living expenses right now. So this means expenses that you have to continue paying regardless of whether or not you're currently working. Bills that just keep coming no matter what. This typically include things like rent uh, or mortgage payments, grocery bills, car insurance, life insurance, internet for some people, and other expenses like that. When you're saving for your emergency fund, you shouldn't be taxing yourself with the extra chore of saving for extravagances like vacations or beers with the guys or Sephora shopping sprees, because the idea is that if you find yourself in a tight spot, you should be able to cut back on most of your frivolous expenses to get your savings to stretch and last you for as long as possible and also to not totally deplete it for the next time. So to calculate your monthly expenses, start by making just a list of all of the necessary living expenses you can think of that you have and how much they cost each month. Then take a look through your credit card statements, bank account transfers, and other ways that you spend money to just check and see if there are any living expenses that you didn't remember to include in your list yet. For example, maybe you see a charge for your cleaning at the dentist from two months ago on your credit card statement, and this isn't on your list yet, but it's an expense that you don't want to go without should you lose your job, so it should be on there. For expenses that are necessary but that don't occur every month, like going to the dentist, just average how much you spend on these things on a monthly basis. If you spent $400 on the dentist each year, then that averages out to about $33 a month. Next, look back through this list and see if there's anything on there listed at all that you would actually stop paying for if you needed to. Pro tip, Netflix subscriptions are a really great example of this. They're nice to have, but if you lose your job, you don't need Netflix. Take these expenses off of your list and then add the rest up to find what your monthly necessary expenses are. Next step is to take this number and then multiply it by the number of months you want to have saved in your emergency account. If you're anything like me when you do this last step, don't freak out too much. This number is going to seem really large and really daunting to save at first. Chances are up until this point, you've been largely focused on paying expenses one month at a time. And now suddenly you're asking yourself to save up a lot of money and that's completely okay. It's totally fine. If you feel daunted by it, you can do it. 
Saving for your emergency fund doesn't always happen quickly. Actually, it doesn't happen quickly. Let's just say that. It took me a long time to save my year's worth of living expenses, and I kept topping it up after that as my living expenses increased over time. It will take a while, but it's a really worthwhile goal to set for yourself, and quite frankly, you're gonna be surprised by how much you wanna start saving rather than spending your extra dollars when you're comparing this with the carrot of emotional freedom and financial well-being that you're dangling in front of yourself. If you're struggling with ways to save this money right now, I've created a separate episode all about this called 10 Ways to Save Money Quickly for Your Emergency Fund. I definitely recommend checking out this episode next because it'll walk you through 10 largely unexpected ways that you can make some temporary changes to your life expenses so that you can save a bit of extra cash, a bit of extra money at a time and get that emergency fund built up quickly, meet your goal faster. Also, the other point to mention is that the easiest way to get this money to save up faster is to keep it in a specific type of online bank account called a high interest savings account. This is also called a HESA or a high yield savings account. Sometimes you'll see it called that too. And this is an account that's usually offered by online banks that give you a better interest rate than what you're currently earning at your big bank, most likely. Chances are your accounts, if you're working with a big bank, are probably making around 0.01% interest right now. And if you switch to a high interest savings account, you can likely earn up to 100 times more interest, no joke, with a basic high interest savings account that today is earning somewhere between 1% to 1.5% interest. Um, I personally have my emergency fund in a high interest account that's currently earning me around $70 in interest a month, which is great, quite frankly, it adds up. And when you're building up that emergency fund, every bit helps, especially when you're trying to save this account balance up as quickly as possible. Even if at the beginning, you're only earning a dollar extra in interest a month, that adds up and every little bit helps. So if you like the sound of this, and if you wanna open up a high interest savings account to get started on your emergency fund, the top interest rates are always changing with like a neck and neck race between some of the top banks. So I keep an updated page for you with the best Canadian, that's key, high interest accounts currently on the market. If you wanna see what those are and open one up for yourself, I've included that information link down in the description for this episode. And also, if you've enjoyed this episode, while you're scrolling down to that information, you're gonna pass the big red subscribe button. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you just click that on the way by. Also hit the like button so that it turns blue. And if you're feeling chatty, leave me a comment sharing how much time you ideally want to save for yourself in your emergency fund. I'm actually super curious to know how the pandemic has changed has changed people's views on emergency funds. I think a lot more people are like me and planning on keeping larger emergency accounts now. So just curious to know where you stand on that. Thank you so much for watching. Again, I'm your host, Corey. This is the How to Adult Show, and I can't wait to see you right back here next Monday when we drop a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. 
Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.